This week on the Coach Mac Podcast, we continue talking spring ball as the Chippewas are in their final week of practice. Our guest this week is new tight ends and tackles coach Brandon Torrey. Thanks as always for listening and hope you enjoy another episode. Another week as spring ball continues. Coach Mack, what's going on? Well, you know, beautiful weather. Uh, mm-hmm. We were able to get outside, and we're going to be able to finish outside this week. And uh, it's been great. Uh, Guy and and uh, the grounds crew's done an unbelievable job. Uh, we were out on our on the practice field out back, and uh, <clears throat> God, it was just great to be out there. So you guys are practicing on the practice facility, not actually in Kelly Shorts. Yeah, uh, as much as we can get. You know, I've got a uh, – so to me, the, the stadium is sacred. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's important to keep it that way. Obviously, with inclement weather, we have to go on it. But being able to practice on the grass fields, it actually helps the guy's legs as well and keeps the beating off it and uh, – you know, for us, as much as we can use our, our practice facility out back and then the Marriott field over here, which they've done a great job with, um, you know, it's just it was great to be outside, I can tell you that. I know you usually use the grass practice fields because, as you mentioned, uh, Kelly Short Stadium sacred spot. You want to make sure that that's important to the guys that they know when they get an opportunity to take that field Will it also help leading up in the fall because Michigan State is one of the few grass remaining fields in college football, and you'll start there? Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, you know, they do a great job there. I uh, haven't been there for a while, and uh, obviously the turf school, turf management school that they have, uh, it's, an, it's it's really a cool system that they have that they're able to, uh, when they get some wear and tear, they can just pop it out and put a new uh, piece in and, and uh, you know, I know it will be in great shape, but for us, getting used to playing on the grass, that's what it's all about. Were you there back when they had the old AstroTurf? No, no, okay. no. We were on natural grass. And, got it. And, uh, you know, they've, they've got the the science down there. Mm. And, and uh, But in saying that, i got, got to tell you, Guy Smith, um, who has just done an incredible job for us with our fields and our, our – um, all the things from that standpoint, um, I, I just a shout out to him. He's gone above and beyond uh, anything we could ask for to get our fields ready uh, for us to go practice on. He makes your life and the guy's life pretty easy out oh, there. He does, he does. And, and, you know, it's important to him. You know, sometimes you get, you know, workers that are maybe just punching the clock and uh, getting in and out, but he really, really takes pride in his work, and, and uh, it shows. I mean uh, – both fields, man, he, when he gets to working on them, they, uh, they're in great shape. That is awesome to hear, and uh, great that you guys could have him by your side for another spring season. Uh, 13 down, two to go? Yeah, a couple more to go. We'll, we'll finish up at the end of the week. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got some guys right now a little not, not banged up, but uh, uh, I don't know, some kind of sickness kind of going through so we're missing a couple guys here and there we've had to alter how we practice because of our numbers and yet uh, the important thing is the guys that are out there are getting great great reps and and getting better that is great to hear and uh, you guys had a scrimmage on friday i was able to yeah. to catch a little bit about a uh, little bit of that pretty good weather for that day yeah as no well. it, it was fantastic we had sunshine there wasn't uh, really any breeze uh, um, there again we had to alter it a little bit based on our numbers but you know, the guys that were able to be out there, man, they got better and better and better, and it was really good to see. Um, on both sides of the ball, there were some 
real positive uh, uh, things that happen. I thought defensively, one of, one of the things that has been kind of an Achilles, Achilles heel for us is after we give up a big play, it's like, uh, you know, we kind of let down rather than, you know, step back up. And, and look, we had a big explosive play um, in the scrimmage, and they came right back, and, and Span came in and knocked the ball away, and we got a turnover. It's not good for the ball security on the other side, but I, I thought that there were some of those things that we needed to work on, kind of, hey, drop whatever happened on the last play. we got to go win this next down. And, and uh, I think they really uh, really showed that a couple times. We did have some explosive plays offensively, which was good to see again because um, we're going to need those uh, come fall. Some of those explosive plays come from guys that you've always said, the playmakers, you have to find ways to get them the football. And uh, one of those guys, Miles Bailey, he had a nice run. To, I think maybe you're alluding to to start scrimmage. Uh, he looks good, ready to go. Well, that that run in Marion Luke's uh, the week before, and he got loose a couple times on uh, a couple things that we did. And those are two guys that we're we're going to feature because we're better with uh, the ball in those guys' hands. How about Jake Tafelski as well? Um, he was a walk on last year. Got some time. Is uh, he in the mix as well? Yeah, Jake. Jake's uh, and he he's also a core special teams player for us as well. And and uh, he'll play a lot of football here. And, and you know you just can't have enough guys like Jake on your football team that do whatever it takes to help you be successful. And uh, you know our wide receiver that we moved uh, to running back had some explosive runs and saw. I think he's getting a little better as as he's. Uh, getting used to, to playing that position. Again, he was a high school running back and, you know, a little bit different at this level. Um, but he gives us a little bit of that uh, step and giggle, you know, and, and, it, and it was good to see. I know last year the struggles were offensively, just trying to get everybody on the same page, it seemed like. Do you feel more comfortable uh, about that group yeah, right I, now? I, you know, um, there were a lot of things that were missing in, in a big – and it was all on me. Um, you know, I didn't do a good job of of, uh, of um, taking care of the details that need to be taken care of, and we got a little loose on some things. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing that uh, we're getting that straightened out, uh, you know, this spring ball. As a coach, what do you learn from a, a season where obviously it was you a disappointing You know what? You learn month. a lot. Yeah. Um, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about your team. You learn a lot about your organization and the people involved in the organization. Um you know, it was a real eye-opener for all of us. And yet, you know, looking back and, and doing uh, the assessment on, you know, the complete year, there were probably some telling things that, that maybe, uh, you know, were there that I thought would maybe take care of themselves, and they didn't. And, uh, you know, that that's uh, that's totally on me. And, and um, yet, you know, we're not going to let it happen again. And uh, that's for sure. Well, and I think for you, I mean, you're such an attention to detail guy. So for you to take the time and kind of evaluate how things win, I, I know it's not the season you want, but yeah, maybe but, that. But you do that organizationally. It doesn't matter the business you're in. Sure. All right. You, you're going to reassess every single thing you do. And you go back and say what was good, what wasn't good. What are the things that work? What do we need to get better at? You know, all those type of things. And it doesn't matter whether it's football, whether it's banking, whether it's whatever. It, 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 there, there's nothing that, that, you know, great organizations don't do, right? They, they all reassess what they did. doesn't matter the event. You take a look at it. 
Um, and sometimes you can't do the same thing. you got to constantly move forward. Um, and uh, this was a really good assessment for us as an organization. I'm talking about top to bottom. And, uh, you know, it's, it's actually been kind of fun being a little bit renewed and, and seeing some of the things in, in uh, things that we're trying uh, to see if they're going to stick or not. What do you think the key is to collectively getting the entire organization back to that top level that you're accustomed to for this next season? Well, I mean, you know, you never know. You don't have a crystal ball. But there's uh, certain steps that you take um, that help you be successful, and I go back to anything that you do. It's not just in football. I mean, they're basic strategies that any uh, – person of uh, whatever their business is you know are going to go ahead and take or else you're going to take step steps back and um, you know for us it's going back through the checklists it's adjusting the checklist it's making sure that that you find out everybody in your organization's strengths weaknesses obviously the thing you don't want to do is maybe if there's a weakness somewhere you don't want to ask that person to do that you've got to find somebody to to take while that person gets better need to take on some of those responsibilities just like players you know you don't ask them to do something they're not good at uh you get them better but you try to you know when you get to game time you 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 do the best you can to highlight the things that they do well and try not to put them in positions to not be successful and we talked about it. We're all accustomed to seeing you guys on the field, whether it's in the fall or now in spring ball or once camp begins, obviously. But you've said it. You guys almost seem busier in the off season. maybe going through these evaluations, recruiting camps. There's a lot that goes into getting ready for those 12 or 13 games. Well, you better be busier. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the seasons, like I say, that that's that to me is, is kind of like the icing on the cake. But um, – you build it year round, and and uh, you know I'm really proud of this staff and that we put together. Um, really looking in the mirror as well and saying what can I do to get better, um, because we got to ask it of ourselves if we're going to ask it of our players. And so um, it's been uh, <clears throat> it's been normally busy, <laughs> you know. I mean, some routines don't change, and it truly is a a year round deal. And uh, if you're not doing it, uh, someone else is, and they're going to beat your ass. You mentioned the staff and changes, and you've gone from uh, first practice now to 13. Are you seeing um, just the chemistry build up yeah. between the guys <clears throat> and the new the new staff, and even the current staff that yeah. was already here? No, I I really like it. It's uh, you know I'm happy to you know see some of the things that we've done, and again um, building on guys' strengths. Um, you know, you, you, you're always going to lose some people. I think the big part there is making sure that whatever holds your fill, you've got to be strong <clears throat> at some of the other positions and maybe, you know, not just put the peg in the hole, but actually fit that peg in there and say, these are the things that, that are going to really be good at that position where maybe now another position needs to pick up some of that and they can take some other things off other p- people's plates that, that they're really good at. So, um, you know, that's all part of, of uh, building an organization, and it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, James, who does an unbelievable job uh, taking care of this building, all right, whether it's Guy, we talked about him, you know, doing an unbelievable job with our fields, or whether it's, you know, the the, 
Coach Aki, the defense coordinator, it it doesn't matter. It, there is no job that's too small. And if you overlook a job that you may think is small, that's what's going to jump up and bite you in the ass. You mentioned it. It takes an entire organization to have success. It's not just one or two individuals. Everybody has to be on the same page. No, and that and that's from you know your your, your whole athletic department. It, I mean it. It doesn't just start with, you know, just a little piece. It's everybody. It's your marketing people. It's it's your media people. It's it's whatever that is. Everybody better be um, in tune to know what each other's doing. Otherwise, uh, it becomes a cluster. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, first podcast, I asked you about what makes a successful spring, and I believe you said the want to from the guys to come in and learn and get better and the energy they bring. Yeah, I was bad? I was a little bit disappointed today, I'll be honest. I probably got a little bite in my tongue today because today's was the first time I saw maybe we took a step back a little bit and uh, maybe some guys feeling sorry for themselves or whatever it might be. Um, obviously, I'm the one who drives it, so I didn't do a good job going into today's practice you know, getting what I know we needed to get out of it. And one thing I explained to everybody in our organization is no matter what, you never get today back. And that's a loss. Mm -hmm. And you can't you, you can't allow yourself to have too many losses. You have to have victories based on what you're doing every day because we can't make up for the past. You know, we've, we've got to move forward to the future. But hopefully what you do is you look in the past, evaluate the mistakes and maybe the why – and then you go ahead and get it corrected, and that's what we need to do moving forward. Is that part of uh, the players as well and the leadership there to make sure this group comes back, responds for practice 14 coming yeah, up this and, week? and they will. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, but at the same time, uh, the understanding that, look, you're only out there for so, I mean, relatively not a very long time, you know, in, in the big picture. Take advantage of the times you have. And uh, when you're doing something, Let's go do it right, and if I don't do it right, let's be able to learn from it and get it corrected because that's why you practice. But the effort the effort it takes uh, to to do that is is something we've got to continue to get better at as as an organization. You mentioned uh, that you like the way that the the defense responded after giving up an explosive play in that last scrimmage. What else have you seen throughout spring ball that you've been impressed by, whether individually or team wise? Well, it was good to see we we corrected the angles that we took, you know, from the first scrimmage defensively. I thought, uh, you know, we missed a couple fits, um, and and again, it's it's different guys maybe working together, you know, that don't that aren't out there all the time, but. You know, um, making sure we get some gap control where we need it, especially in the run game. And, uh, you know, but, but the guys competing, I, I really like the way we competed as a unit out there. And, you know, all three quarterbacks had moments, um, which was great to see. The one thing I've, I have seen consistently um, through spring is how much better we are at wide receiver mm -hmm. uh, as far as – the attention to the detail it takes to be in the right spot, to be open at the right time, to understand how to come off the ball with a little speed and run after catch. And, and you're seeing some guys really taking some big strides there, which, which is something we needed.
Well, that's going to help out your quarterbacks too, right? I mean, you're breaking in a brand-new season starter when we when we get to the fall. So if they know that they've got guys that are open, that's only going to make their job a little bit easier. Well, and, and understanding when to be open. I don't think people understand sometimes, you know, uh, from a read standpoint. Um, you can't – you can be open too early, mm-hmm. right? you got to understand if, if you, you know, you got to be open on time with whatever that route combination is – all right, you have a you have a progression based in there, and guys understand in the big picture that when they need to be open, so the quarterbacks aren't sitting there a holding it on the first part, but b if I have to come to the second or third piece, they can already be through the open window, and um, that's where the intricacies come in and the details that that need to get uh, get hammered out, and I've seen. Uh, great strides in that, which is which is really good. It's amazing to think, uh, just from a non-football person's perspective, to think we see a pass go to another player and you think that's all it takes. But as you mentioned, there are so many minute details and intricacies that go into making that all happen that it's got to be executed at a high level. Well, you look at it in, in myself. I, I, I speak of it because I'm a huge basketball fan is court spacing. And, you know, it's no different. You've got to be uh, – your spacing on the field has to um, – the guys got to understand we have to spread the field to create the seam, especially versus zone. And then versus man, you better be able to get off the ball and, 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 uh, and gain separation. But, uh, you know, really it comes down to the court spacing uh, for you to be successful, just like, you know, a, a set offense – in basketball, it's not all about just one-on-one. Guys got to be even in a one-on-one situation. You've got to be moving to take maybe a guy away, so you'd have the room and the space to work. And and this is no different. It, it you know those details have gotten much better this spring. What I need to know though, when you spaced the court, was was Coach Mack the guy with the ball going to the hoop, or were you standing in the corner trying to get out of the way? No, I mean back then you didn't have three points, so you you know you <laughs> you know I had to you know you the fifteen footer was about what you were allowed to shoot, yeah. right? Um, but uh, um, no, I had the ball and tried to create for the other guys, and I really took a lot of joy in seeing someone else get the basket, and uh, and you know that that's I, I look I had the one of the greatest basketball coaches and he was a hall of fame guy in the state of Montana that won a ton of games and a ton of championships. And, uh, he was a little ahead of his time. Actually, we were, you know, we were a team that ran the court and, um, you know, we, you know, our goal was, you know, to get a hundred points mm. and that's without a three point line. And, uh, you know, we, 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 Push the ball and and kind of knew the situations, but you better learn how to, you know, have that thing spaced uh, to give angles. And I was able to fit passes in with back cuts and those kinds of things based on the spacing. Did you guys make it far? Uh, yeah, we won a lot of games. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah, big basketball guy, Coach Mack. I'm a no, and but but I had great coaches. Yeah, y- you know, I mean, from the time I was a little shaver, I mean, we had guys who were actually high school coaches and in some cases uh, some college coaches uh, that, that were involved in, in you know, our, our leagues growing up. And, you know, that, that's where you got better. You learned the game the way it was supposed to be played. And, you know, it goes back to, you know, 
Judd Heathcote, when he was uh, coaching there, um, he was down in our uh, – I played with his son Jerry in, in uh, growing up in a couple leagues. And, you know, he'd be down and, you know, we'd have the opportunity to learn from him, you know, even the fundamentals on how to – you know, the things you were supposed to do to get ready to play the game. And, and uh, you know, I think about his daily dozen, man. It was uh, something – Something I'd still do today if I had a ball in my hand, you know, get you ready to play the game and, and learn the fundamentals of the game. Yeah, it doesn't matter the sport, right? If you have a mentor that you're learning from or a coach that's helping you out, you can take what you learn from them and apply it as a coach in another sport. No, absolutely. And, and you know, my uh, high school basketball coach actually had a lot to do with the structure of how and the things we need to do uh, in a practice setting that you need to accomplish. Uh, and I use some things from him and have used it all along my career uh, based on putting individual uh, drills together, you know, it, 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 and, and how to fit together. And not just what that drill does, but more importantly, how that drill applies to what you're trying to do. You know, I always get a kick out of people, hey, give me your drill book. Well, what kind of offense do you run? Mm. I mean, I'm not sure that drill book does any good, you know, unless it fits what the hell you're doing, right? And um, so there, I was able to – had great coaches all the way along and, and uh, always tried to take something from them. Uh, Rob Akey's flexing for us in the background as we get more people that walk by. Isn't it pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, does not he not bad. have like three cups of coffee in his hands? So well, he, he's actually on the way to the coffee machine oh, now. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Right on cue. All right. Well, I, I want to ask one more question about spring ball. Um, position. You know, I will say this. How about the Masters? That was fun. Real when fun. I, when, and I, I couldn't believe when I saw that that the weather that was going through there, I thought for sure they'd be playing on Monday, you know. Uh, so did uh, I. And then to think about the amateur from A&M that was actually scheduled to play in the Western Collegiate, you know, the 76th year, I believe, of that tournament. Um, out in Santa Cruz, I believe it is, it, where he's going from <laughs> final pairings and, and you know, being in the hunt to getting off the plane and carrying his own bag and, and playing in the, the, the Western Collegiate. I, I, I mean, what a great story, huh? Unreal. He's in Butler Cabin after he gets the <laughs> ovation on 18. Yeah. And then I, I love Jim Nance saying, yeah, yeah you got to carry your own bag tomorrow yeah, to get right. back in time. Yeah. That was uh, – well, and you got a little bit of dri- – I know it was – I mean, John Rahm kind of wrapped things up. Yeah. 14th, 15th hole, but it was live golfer versus non-live golfer, the, the top two there. Yeah, and then you look at it with Reed Mickelson and obviously Kepka. Um, those three guys represented pretty good in the leaderboard, you know, when you look at the final stats. But uh, um, yeah, I, I just – I thought it was great. And even the connection of, of, of Rahm playing at Arizona State – with the Mickelson tie, yep. I, I I just thought, you know, there's some pretty good stories here. Um, but, I, you know, it's just, you know, there's just a tradition like no other. That's right. right. He had the connection, too, of Seve, I think, Ballesteros. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and birthday see, or 40th yeah. anniversary and of his And then to win. see him and, and Olothabo, at, you know, at the end there mm-hmm. and, and just the pride of the countrymen, you know, I think that, that you know, it's just really cool. I mean, you, you've had moments where you've won a national championship, and mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine what that's like. But to make that final putt and you be the lone person out there and the crowd is just going nuts for you, 
it was it's always cool to watch them just take that moment in no it is and and i yeah it's uh you know and and again just having been so fortunate to be able to be there a couple times and play that course that's the one that's the one event you know maybe pebble beach i was able to play there but where you know you just kind of you can see where the guys are and you kind of playing your round through it nowhere near like they play don't get me wrong <laughs> i didn't deserve to be at either one places but when you watch those tournaments and say you know and i've been in that pine straw mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <So> there's a few <laughs> jim mcelwain golf balls yeah. in ray's yeah. creek right I'm, now no, i guarantee you <laughs> all right last question here about spring ball is just position group wise is there a is there a position group that you've been impressed with or a couple that you've been impressed with in spring well ball? i think i've talked about the whiteouts i just think you know they've 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 got a lot of work ahead of them, and we've got to establish that as a position, you know, to allow our running backs to have some room. So uh, that's got to be, to me, the the place, and we're getting better there, which has been good. Uh, I've been happy with the inside, you know, the defensive line. I think that they're uh, doing a good job playing with their hands, understanding gap control. Uh, that, that's been, a you know, a, a good piece. Um, and overall, I think just the way our team is coming together, that that's what I kind of like best. Yeah, no question about it. Well, great to see that uh, things are going well and uh, two practices left to go and both outside, right? Absolutely. We'll be back out on the grass fields and, and they're in great shape. Um, and and it's, just, it's, it's good to be outside. Uh, you didn't mention the tight ends or the tackles with uh, – your guy's standing right here. Any any love for him? Yeah, well, we're going to bring Brandon <laughs> in. Uh, you know, last week, you know, he's um, – I, I might not have told him exactly. <laughs> so he might have been in a meeting. But I did notice he was ready to go this week. You know what? I walked in today and set everything up, Brandon, and uh, Coach Max strolls by and goes, oh, oh, we're doing this today. Yes, it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, sometimes the time might have gotten <laughs> <Yeah>. thrown off there. <laughs> Well, welcome to the podcast. We're just going to run this live. Let's we're, go right We're just going to – well, I know because he's got to get back to work. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Brandon, welcome to the podcast, man. Well, I appreciate y'all having me. I'm glad I can make it this time. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I, uh, you know, just uh, you being new here and that kind of stuff, uh, tell the folks a little bit um, kind of your background. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're – I can't tell you how fortunate we are to have you, you know, with your experience and in, in the things you've done. But uh, – Kind of let the the listeners in on on your background a little bit. Well, yeah, I feel I feel fortunate to be here. Um, to be clear on that, but um, played in D.C. at Howard University, so played FCS football. Um, had a pretty good college career, I think. Uh, was uh, fortunate enough to play in the NFL for about six years. Won a Super Bowl ring with the Giants. Um, spent most of my time with the Steelers, uh, and then uh, kind of bounced around from there, from the Oakland Raiders to uh, the Texans. Uh, few different teams you know had a cup of coffee with a few different places right and uh you know took that experience uh after those six years rested for about a year um made a promise to my mom that I'd go back and graduate so I went back and graduated and got into coaching and uh coaching kind of runs in the family my father's a basketball football coach um his father before that he was a coach as well so I kind of fell into the to the family business that's right into the family business and you know I it, to me uh Kind of a fascinating story as to how you actually got it. I love this story, how he actually got into football because you were a basketball player. Basketball player my whole life, yep. Probably up until my, what, junior year of high school. Sure. Uh, only reason I played football, uh, I told you, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> my uh, my head basketball coach in high school made a made a stupid rule to me at the time that uh, we had to play multiple sports, and uh, me and three other guys were like, we're not playing football. Head coach said, well, I don't see y'all making a tennis team, you know. So uh, we go out and do cross country. And at that time, I'm probably about 6'4", probably 270. <laughs> right. So it was a horrible idea. <laughs> uh, so we ran cross country that season, came in last. <laughs> and I'm a competitor, so I didn't like that feeling. So um, I decided to play football next season. And uh, things took off from there. And like I told you, that head coach, that head basketball coach was my father. Yeah, how so, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's, that is what a great story. <laughs> and, and obviously uh, how it turned out for you uh, from – you know, being able to make a living at it for a little bit. Amazing experience. The most important part was for me to be able to look back and uh, see my parents there at the Super Bowl. Right. You know, uh, they. I think they had a funner time than I did. <laughs> That's you know. right. Um, you know, just having them next to me, celebrating with me, and uh, they were they were able to enjoy the experience more than I was because we were locked into the game. But hearing their stories uh, is an amazing experience about it. That, that's that's even more priceless than having the ring okay so i've got to ask because i know you didn't weren't able to see it but it would have been the halftime show of that super bowl uh, i i wasn't able to see it but uh when i was warming up uh-huh. uh, it was alicia keys was it alicia, yeah, keys? It was alicia keys okay yeah, there yeah. we go yeah, I, right. I didn't miss that i love it i love it um you know since you've you know been here obviously an adjustment to a new place um tell me how that's been as far as adjusting to Central Michigan and in Mount Pleasant for you. I actually love it because uh, I'm able to focus on football. The only two complaints I have is no sweet tea. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's hard to make a left-hand turn around here. <laughs> it's those, real hard to those, make. It's all U-turns, right? Yeah, or whatever, yeah. roundabout, exactly. or whatever that is. Exactly. Yeah. Those are my only two complaints. Other than that, I don't mind it. I, I like cold weather. Um, I love it. It's a college town. Um, and, and the people that I've met are genuine, mm-hmm. uh, especially people that I've met that are around the program. Really supportive. Um <laughs> I really love it. I actually do. I'm surprised. I really love it. It's, it's definitely a change from the big city, from being in D.C. or New York and things like that. But I like the change of pace. Sure, yeah. sure. So sweet tea. Uh, <laughs> do you have any idea where we can get sweet tea that's real sweet tea in this town? I am not a sweet tea fan. I like the regular tea, yeah. man. So I'm out of I'm out of luck here. I don't know. You know, my my mom used to put make the sun tea during the summers. Okay. You know which. Yeah. It was out in a big, huge jar, you know, outside mm-hmm. with the – and I, the sweetener and stuff would be as it's brewing, I uh, guess. Ah, gotcha. Whatever. But uh, interesting. I think that's something we need to put out. And in fact, yeah. is there some way somebody can, like, um, you know, to do something with one of those twit things to you to let us know where the <laughs> – Twit where the, things. Yeah, where, where maybe some sweet tea is, you know, in town. Yeah, absolutely. You I mean, can, you can tweet at Coach Mac even though he – um yeah. well, he, he <laughs> doesn't yeah, check yeah, his Twitter yeah, yeah. very much. But, but you can tweet at me. I'll yeah, look at that's mine. what I'm – and then you can let me know where that sweet tea Got spot you. is in town. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, how has it been kind of as you get with new players – you know, how do you go about kind of getting to know them and, and getting to see what they can do and then, you know, apply the coaching? How's that been? Uh, it's been good. The hardest part has been learning everybody's name. Sure. You know, football is football. Um, and, and the thing with me is everybody has a fresh start. You know, I'm looking at them from a fresh fresh point of view. So, um, you know, you, uh, you, you give more grace to players. You know, they have more of a chance, you know. Uh, so that's that's been a great experience. Um, Looking forward to seeing, continuing to see what people's limitations are and, and where their strengths are. Um, but 
I'm, I'm loving where the team is at. Um, we've spoken about it before, having a, a team that leads itself, yeah. um, especially when the coaches are away. And I think that's where we're at right now um, and, and holding each other accountable. So that's, that's a great start sure. to any program. Um, how, how big an adjustment, you know, kind of offensively for you has it been, uh, you know, in this system? I'm, I'm sure there's probably some mm-hmm. things that you were, you know, used to at some of the other places, yeah. especially all those different stops. Right. Luckily, I've, I've, I've been at all those different stops. And yeah. um, when we talk about my career personally, like I said, six different teams almost. Yeah. So I've, I've played in a little bit of everything. This system is similar to, um, unfortunately, one of my earlier Mm-hmm. Um, uh, playing stops, but uh, you know it, it comes back. Uh, the only thing that throws me off a little bit is you know terms. Yeah, you know we ta- we change terms and some terms are equal and but it yeah. means something totally different here. You right? Know? No, that's so, right. So just kind of uh, getting caught up with that. But other than that, um, a good scheme is a good scheme. You know the language or the nomenclature that that you have, uh, it it always fascinates me. Even when we go on visits to other staffs mm-hmm. and. You hear them talk, and then you relay it to something that you know, right? right? And then it takes you time to figure out. You know, back yeah, over, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah. But uh, well, we're sure excited you're here, and and uh, you know, I'm on the hunt now for some sweet tea. <laughs> I think Big B or Starbucks has got to have it. Yeah, think you think so? so? Check either of those. But yeah, okay. please, please send in your uh, recommendations to my Twitter, not Coach Max. Did, I wonder if Elmo has it. He always has stuff like he that. He might. He you might have it I mean? there. I've yeah. been to a few restaurants, and everybody looks like me like I have three heads. So. <laughs> when when you yeah, ask yeah, for yeah, sweet tea? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> end up selling four Sprites. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Well, again, man, I'm glad you're here. And, and uh, I, I know this. The Chippewas got better the day you walked through the door. Man, so I thanks. I appreciate that, Coach. My goal is to have um, a better – coaching career than I had playing I think I had a pretty good playing career there you go (laughs) all right man all right well great to hear from Brandon Torrey and uh we'll try and continue to find some sweet tea for the man yeah sweet tea anybody who has any heads up you know we can make sure I want to take care of him because he's a guy I want to hopefully keep here for a long long time he's been great for the kids and and just seeing how he interacts with uh, not only them but the staff and the, the people we've been able to introduce him to um, he's got a bright, bright future, and uh, we're fortunate to have him. So if we can get some sweet tea info, you know, I think that'll go a long ways for us uh, moving forward. What if you want to just hand deliver it to the Chippewa Champion Center? If you find it, just bring it just on bring over. Just bring it on. You can meet bring Brandon. It on over. That, there you go. That, <laughs> meet there, and greet. That's it, a meet and greet with sweet tea only. So that would be fantastic. No regular tea. Don't no, be bringing that. No, that's right, and not just – Regular tea and dump some sugar in it. It's got to be sweet tea that d- done the right way in the South. But uh, and then we've got a huge weekend, both baseball and mm-hmm. softball in town. Yes, we do. Uh, so rivalry matchup for softball. They get Western Michigan at Margot Yonker Stadium, and then baseball out at uh, Kylitz Field at Tennyson Stadium. Ball State's in first place, so this is a big matchup coming up. No, this will be great, and and um, you know I, it should be a great weekend and be. A, Great, great time for the people to get out and, um, you know, go watch some sports. I mean, that's what uh, spring's all about. Yeah, we love the winter um, because you who, can go inside. Who loves the winter? Well, I figured you did because you get to go inside and watch basketball. I understand that, but, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean I love the winter. I mean, I don't get it. What? 
<laughs> and if there's one thing I've found out, winter really lasted a long time this year. <laughs> I thought it was like seasons, right? Yes. You know, but. Uh, we didn't get any snow for the longest time, and then it was like uh, it, we got pounded uh, on. I'm not talking just snow. I'm talking about being able to just walk from your yeah. car to the building. Mm -hmm. The sweet tea would have froze. <laughs> It would have. And uh, last I checked, you have a pretty close parking spot up front, too. So. Yeah, I'm pretty spoiled. <laughs> you certainly are. But, hey, we love it. And uh, also, coming up in advance, we, we um, teased this last podcast, but yeah. uh, Xavier DeGroat, uh, the autism awareness event yeah. that you're a part of, that's coming up here quickly. Yeah, Karen's been, uh, and she's been doing a great job with it. And I, I really just feel, uh, you know, it's a... It's, uh, it's a great event, and uh, it's something that uh, allows us to give back a little bit. And I think, uh, you know, the people that, that do come get an opportunity to visit uh, with, with Xavier and, and uh, hear his story, um, it's, uh, it's just fascinating. And he's done a fantastic job raising money and awareness uh, of the autism um, and has, has, has put that money back in you know, some some rooms that, that are built for actually, you know, um, people who have autism and, and their sensory rooms. And this is where part of that money goes to. And, and I just, uh, I, I think it'll be a great event and we'll have a lot of fun. And it'll be out at a great place and in a place that supports us uh, tremendously, um, you know, out at Soaring Eagle. Very cool. Well, uh, looking forward to that. That's coming up here on April 20th, so not this week, but uh, about a week away, uh, the following Thursday, 6 to 8 o'clock, as Coach Mack said, at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. General admission, $50. Campus students can get in for 25 There's VIP admission for 150 and uh, that's going to be a really special event. No, it'll be great. We've got uh, some auction items. Uh, we've got some other things planned. Uh, it, it should be fun, and I know one thing about this community. Um, this community supports um, a lot of different things, and and um, this is one of those. I think we get an opportunity to, to you know, both Karen and I to, to be a part of something that, that uh, truly means a lot to us. Can't wait for that. Um, and then final week of spring ball, a couple more practices Yeah, a couple more week. practices, and, uh, again, being outside, uh, the fields are in great shape. Um, it's a lot of fun. And um, spring ball is one of those times. In fact, Coach Duramity was was through the office here uh, last week and had a chance to sit down and visit with him. Just talked about how much fun spring practice is because you're getting a chance to develop players. You're getting a chance to coach. You're not as so locked in on necessarily a game plan, so to say, but an opportunity to see guys get a little bit better, an opportunity to work on some uh, new ideas, new thoughts, and get better at some of the things that didn't maybe go your way the year before, the you know the season before. Um, there, there's just a lot of really good good things that go on in spring practice, and we've been really fortunate here. We've been able to get outside uh, for all our you know all our scrimmages. Um, obviously, um, you know I want to. Shout out again. Thank her for building that indoor because it allows mm. us to get our practices in, uh, you know, and, and, and get a lot of good work done. So um, it it's uh, it's that time of year. And now, you know, we finish it up. Kids will kind of, uh, you know, loosen back up a little bit and get ready for their finals. 
um, which will be happening here, uh, you know, the end of the month, into the end of the first of May. The coaches will start to hit the road spring recruiting, um, which is an exciting time that, that we're going to be able to, um, you know, get back out, get the evaluations done, and then we'll start our, you know, our official in-town, on-campus visits in June as well as camps. We've got, uh, you know, we've had great response to our camps and have recruited a lot of players that have come here, you know, to our camp. And, and uh, it's great exposure for them, and it's great learning experience for all the kids that want to come and, and learn a little football going into their high school years. I wanted to ask you about her because I don't think we've talked about this before, but so awesome to have a resource like that. Former coach who had great success here. He was an athletic director here. Have you taken away or, or learned anything from him since you took over this job in 2019? Oh, what is that? No, he's been he's been so helpful, and uh, you know, I mean, there's a guy obviously that that cares deeply for this community, this university, this football program, and really our whole athletic program. Uh, he and his wife, uh, great supporters of of everything that we do, and you know, really between him and and Coach Kramer having those resources and and for me it has really helped to learn not only the history but the rivalries um you know the 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 things that this place was you know built on and and uh, those type of things and i i just love being able to talk football with them and in uh it's great that he's around uh, that means a lot yeah, and and Coach Kramer so sharp. He came on yeah. the Coach Max show last fall. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Wow, awesome. I mean, um, yeah. I just I can't thank those guys enough. And and you know they're not only that, but it, it, they're so supportive and and they truly care. Um, you know about things. You know and doing it the right way uh, here at Central Michigan. And and it just having that resource like you had mentioned earlier. Um, wow. Pretty special, pretty special, and it goes back to the community here in Mount Pleasant, how many people support this university and obviously support your program. Yeah, and I, I can't I can't thank them enough. Um, you know, I just, I, I go back, I get it quite a bit, like, you know, what the hell's, you know, that, you know, why are you still hanging around? Well, number one, they still have me. I guess that's a good thing, you know, <laughs> but uh more importantly, uh, both Karen and I just love the people of this community and, and the friends that we've made will be friends for life. And, um, you know, just the university itself. Uh, I know we're going through some hard times enrollment-wise, but you know what? We're going to get it back and we're going to get the people here. And, and uh, you know, that's kind of a part of the mission that, that I've kind of set for myself is to do a better job of recruiting just students and you know, getting the people back here because this is truly a great community and and, and we're going to get that, that population back up. All right. Can we uh, can we get you to commit to one more podcast at least next week? You'll you'll be through spring ball. Is that going to work? Well, I guess that's kind of up to you. You just kind of show up and I <laughs> walk out of my office and next thing I know I'm in headsets. So well, I guess know, so. I, I did text you <laughs> yesterday. And, oh, you, know, you did? I, I just didn't get a response because I know how you are with your technology. Sometimes yeah. you just... You miss those things. Okay. It's so like you you're busy or something. So you text me. Yeah. Okay. I'll Should look. I try and tweet at you? Would that be better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget to tweet about the sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs>
I will, right. I will do that. And, uh, and I guess, however, somebody gets the info here that we can get to you, that you can get to me, that I can get to Brandon. You know that that's, somebody. I, I just know. somebody be a go getter and just go get some <laughs> and bring it to the Chippewa Champion Center. Yeah, and I then think that'd be a great story. I, I, I absolutely do. In fact, it might be the lead story next next week's uh, podcast. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that publicity? There's the challenge. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do it again next week. Wrap up spring ball. Have a Enjoy the weather and have a good couple of final practices. Thanks, and, and uh, go call a good game. I guess I'll be uh, watching a game on the radio while you're calling it. Yeah. Huh? Also, I'm just going to squeeze this in. Lugnuts? Lugnuts. 3-0. 3-0. We went to the Loons. Three straight victories to start the year. Well, let's go nuts. Let's go nuts. Let's go Chippewas as uh, they take on Hillsdale today at Tennyson Stadium. We'll talk to you next week.